Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs a one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Steve Willis, the Managing Director for Millicare. And Millicare provides total care for your carpets, floors, and textiles. When you choose Millicare for your commercial floor cleaning services for your business or property, you'll see why they're the leader in the industry. We're going to talk to Steve about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to 
Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Steve Willis, the managing director for Millicare. And Millicare provides total care for your carpets, floors, and textiles. When you choose Millicare for your commercial floor cleaning services for your business or property, you'll see why they're a leader in the industry. Hi, Steve. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Glad to be here. Thank you. This is my pleasure, Steve. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm calling from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's, that's uh, where I live, but our corporate offices are in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Fantastic. That's great, Steve. Well, it's great to have you on the show. Maybe, you know, on your website, Steve, there's a great story about Millicare. I thought maybe, you know, we can kind of like go back to the beginning and talk about, you know, how Millicare uh, got started and where you are today. Yeah, yeah, sure. And in fact, I'll I'll step even a little, go back a little more. Yeah. Because our our parent company, which this is just an amazing story, but our our parent company is a company called Milliken, mm-hmm. and they were actually founded in 1865. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> so we go all the way back to 1865, and and Milliken is still family owned by the Milliken family today. Um, that is amazing, but, Steve. I've yeah. never in, in 14 years. I, I, I've been had. I haven't had that situation happen. You so you're definitely the longest or oldest, I should say, company that's been on the show. So that's that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, I, I. You know, it's 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 unbelievable, really, when you look at that history and what wow. the company has done. But jumping way forward to 1988. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the Millicare brand was actually established, but not as a franchise network. Right. Uh, Milliken had carpet customers since, uh, you know, Milliken is a large carpet manufacturer. Customers mm-hmm. were calling and saying, how do I clean the carpet I purchased from you? Right. So they established Millicare for a superior cleaning method for their carpets. Uh, and then in 1996, we officially entered into franchising. So right. Millicare is a franchising brand is 25 years old this year, actually. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Because I understand, Steve, I mean, that's always a milestone, you know, it's like when you hit that, you know, the 25 year mark, um, you know, it, it, and I haven't, you know, it, it interesting, I mean, in 700 plus shows, I haven't had a lot of franchises that have hit that, that mark. So congratulations, because I, I think that's, that's, that's a big uh, milestone for the organization when you're meeting Steve with like, let's say you're meeting with like a prospective franchisee, whether it was like at a franchise show or maybe even it was on the phone and and you're talking to them. How do you typically describe Millicare to a prospective franchisee? Yeah. Well, I I normally don't start at 1865 when I'm doing that, but, but you know, in a, in a nutshell, you know, we're focused on commercial floor maintenance, mm-hmm. not just carpet cleaning or not just tile and grout cleaning. And, right. and we do so much more than carpet. Um, yeah. Typically, a Millicare franchise is not chasing the one-off cleaning job where mm-hmm. someone calls, you know, once a year or once every three years and says, I need my carpets cleaned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do some of that work, 
but the majority of our clients are very image conscious and right. they're under a maintenance agreement. So right. we, we design a maintenance agreement specifically for their facility. Uh, we're also a unique brand in several other ways. Uh, Millicare is the only national franchise network focused on commercial floor care. Wow. Um, That's great. We provide, yeah, we provide recurring and projected revenue because of our maintenance agreements uh, that are typically one to three years in length. So as long as we perform well, which we do most of the time, when we sign an agreement for, for building maintenance, uh, you know, that, that agreement could eventually last for years. Most of these right. will auto-renew as long as you're doing a um, We have larger territories than, than most other brands in the service mm -hmm. industry. And we specifically design a territory around a candidate and their goals. Right. So nowhere at Millicare do we have a big map that says these are the territories. We, we custom design territories per the market. Um, you know, and the last thing I, I share that I think this is big, um, you know, and a lot of service brands may be able to say this, but, but I know not all. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a very experienced corporate support team uh, yeah. because they've all worked within the flooring maintenance industry. And, right. and many of the corporate team members actually came from franchises wow. that uh, wanted to go to the next step and move to corporate. So it, 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 it just gives us a um, – a much more in-depth knowledge of help it, helping our franchise network. I, I think that's great, Steve. You know, it was interesting, too, because, you know, w when I was on um, the uh, Millicare website, you know, and I noticed that there were some things that certainly separate you from, you know, some, some other companies that are out there. One I noticed was the, um, the dry extraction process, you know, which I, I thought was, was very interesting. Also, this is great um, – I'm sure you've seen it. this is great uh, graph on your website. It talks about the life cycle of commercial carpets and it says up to 20 years with Millicare and six years without Millicare. I guess, is that attributed to the dry extraction process, Steve? How does that work? Uh, it, it's, it's attributed to the dry process. It's also attributed that is based on maintenance. So we, yeah. we put together a maintenance schedule, you know, that's custom to that facility based on their right. traffic patterns. Right. So, so we're not, you know, so we, we know the areas we need to clean more often to maintain, mm -hmm. therefore extending the life of the carpet as well. That's great. So it, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's an investment for your clients, which, which I think is, is really fantastic. It, it's been interesting, Steve, because, you know, last year, the, the whole theme of the show seemed to be, we, we kept seemed to be going back to, you know, COVID and, and, you know, COVID certainly had um, a, a negative impact on, on, certain types of industries, but I suspect with your industry, it would be a little bit different. What types of changes has Millicare had to implement um, in its services due to the pandemic? Yeah, you know, I, I guess the, the two areas that's impacted us most, and first let me say that, that we were very fortunate and still very fortunate mm -hmm. because we are considered essential workers. So, right. you know, we were able to get out and continue work. Uh, most of our work is done in the evenings, so that's okay. a plus for us because occupancy is at its lowest. Right. Uh, we, did, we did have to take precautions. You know, franchise owners uh, did things such as, you know, temperature checks for their employees prior to starting their shifts. You know, right. we didn't want any technician going to a facility that was sick. 
Right. Uh, we had to pay extra attention on disinfection of the equipment and the vans mm-hmm. between jobs. We wanted right. to make sure we didn't carry anything from one job to another. Uh, a heightened awareness of just general hygiene and, and basically right. washing your hands, which yeah. I know we all wash our hands so much. Right. Um, and, and then one, one other little pivot we had to do with the um, with the pandemic, um, and really this was coming out of a request from our clients. They they continued calling us saying, "Hey, what what can you do to help us? You know, ensure that our facility is as clean as possible." Right. Uh, so we we added a new service offering, and uh, it's it's we called it enhanced hygiene services, and and it's mm-hmm. basically. We provide a solution for for those clients of ours that need some enhanced cleaning for multiple surfaces, not just floors, but touch points. Uh, It follows all EPA and CDC recommendations and guidelines, but, you know, we're we're not a COVID response company. We Mm -hmm. simply sought a solution to meet the demands of our customers to ensure hygiene. Yeah, I think I think that's so important, Steve. How how has technology played a role in the business? I'm sure it's it's grown a lot from when the company first started, Steve, to where you are today. So, how does Millicare use technology uh, within the model? Yeah, it's it's grown a lot in in our 25 years, but it's mm. probably grown the most in the last three. Yeah, uh, the last three years we've had a heavy focus uh, in in technology. Um, you know, we, we implemented a new operating system for scheduling and marketing, you know, for CM, CRM activities mm-hmm. uh, that's app-based to work on smartphones and tablets as well as the computer, uh, ultimately, you know, allowing a franchise to go paperless if, if they right. choose to and, yeah. and to have better visibility in real time. Um, yeah. You know, we're trying, to, we're trying to find technology that really makes it easier and more effective for us to work. Um, we also found that communication with our clients uh, could was an area that could really be in, improved. So we mm-hmm. implemented a national account management tool, uh, which actually allows our national account clients, customers, to log in and have access to see what's their remaining budget dollars for floor maintenance. You know, when right. when are they scheduled? What notes are in there? What so it, it just empowers them to be a part of this. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and these are things we're continuing to look at. But those, those are two big ones. It, it's really about making things more efficient, user-friendly, right. not only for us, but more importantly for our customers. Yeah, that's wonderful. And you're part of a, a, a pretty big uh, industry, Steve. I don't know what the numbers are, but I know uh, I could just I could safely say your industry is huge. Are, are are there any numbers in your industry? And it seems like it just keeps getting bigger too. Yeah, there, there's you know the latest numbers is there's some there's some studies and numbers from 2019, nothing from 2020 yet, but mm-hmm. it does continue to get bigger. I mean, and I joke all the time when when franchise candidates say, well, who who are Millicare's customers? And I'm like, right. well, any commercial building with a floor. I mean, right. so it's almost everyone. You're right. But you know, some of some of the latest numbers is, you know, there was over eight billion square feet of commercial carpet, just carpet, sold in 2019. Wow. So, I mean, that's in addition to the billions that are already installed. Yeah. Wow. So, so it's a constant turnover of people replacing their flooring. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, some some studies are showing. 
that the commercial carpet cleaning revenue, those numbers are easier to get out there than all of all surfaces. But, mm-hmm. you know, commercial carpet is somewhere between two and a half to four billion dollars a year in cleaning revenue. That's incredible. That's amazing. Those are those are some amazing numbers. You mentioned some some of the areas, Steve. But what are maybe some other areas of importance for your customers when you know looking at flooring maintenance? Yeah. So you know, I would say type of cleaning is 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 would be high on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dry cleaning versus hot water extraction, and and we will utilize both. But our premier cleaning is dry cleaning method um you know and 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 that's important to the customer because the car turned to use almost immediately versus six to eight hours of dry time Mm -hmm. so in any facility that operates 24 hours a day this is huge uh in order to get their people back on the floor you know almost immediately uh versus you know six to eight hours uh you know, we find most of our customers are looking for safe cleaning methods that uh, does not have a negative impact on the building's indoor air quality. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, right. not not putting not putting water into the carpet on a regular basis constantly over and over definitely has an impact sure. uh, on helping to improve indoor air quality. Yeah. Um, effortless and dependable service capabilities. I, I think... This is something that's often overlooked, but I hear this a lot from our customers. The fact that they say, you know what, I have a a one to three year maintenance agreement with you. Mm -hmm. I know when you're coming, everything's kind of planned. I don't have to worry every month about trying to figure things out. It's done. Right. Um, Right. You know, customers are are concerned about finding a solution that's going to meet their needs at a budget-friendly price. So, you know, that's a big one. And then, you know, I would just wrap it up, an overall problem solver. I mean, most customers do not contact us because they're happy with their flooring. They're contacting us because they're looking for a solution to make their flooring surfaces better. Right. Yeah, that 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 is it's so important. I was watching some um, videos uh, this week, Steve, on you know some of your franchisees, and it was interesting because I noticed that you know some of them they have some very diverse backgrounds. Uh, what types of characteristics does Millicare look for? I mean, when they want to take on a new franchisee, is there anything that's important to them? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's always a plus if someone has past flooring maintenance experience. Sure, but but we can train that. We we right. can teach someone the flooring maintenance side. You know, we really look at at things like, um, you know, are they driven? Are they goal oriented? Are they competitive? And it's okay to be right. competitive. You friendly sure. friendly competition is good. You know, yep. are 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 they team builders? Can they build a team? Are they problem solvers? And and my big one um, is probably are they passionate. I, I mm-hmm. love to to talk to new, you know, potential franchisees and hear the passion, yeah. you know, in their voice. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the passion. Is it's been a theme on our show, you know, over the last fourteen years, Steve. And you mentioned, you know, training. I, I imagine training's been a little bit different, you know, in two thousand twenty. Um, you know, maybe we could talk about it from like a, a pre-COVID standpoint and, you know, how, how training is, is implemented and how you probably go back to, you know, once the pandemic is over. Uh, but maybe you can talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, so, so pre-pandemic, um, basically new franchises would come into our corporate headquarters in Spartanburg, South Carolina, for a week of what mm-hmm. we um, called Military University, or I'm sorry, Military Academy. Okay. And they would spend a week there, um, you know, pretty much doing everything, a lot of hands-on, some classroom, sales marketing, uh, visiting a local franchisee in that market, uh, you know, a full week. Uh, so since the pandemic, we, we, we made a big pivot because we didn't want to slow down. In right. fact, inquiries went up, so we couldn't slow down. Wow. But yeah. what, what we've done is for the hands-on portion of the training, we have sent uh, a couple of members of our operational support team to them. So they didn't have to travel. They didn't have to leave home. They didn't have to do anything. We go to them for about three, three and a half days of the hands-on part of the training agenda. And then the rest of it, we're scheduling and doing, you know, virtually online, the the sales coaching, marketing planning, you know, systems and processes. Uh, Most of that could be done online. That's terrific. I, I was watching a video, uh, another video this week, Stephen, and it, it was one of your franchisees, your current franchisees, and he was saying, you know, in the beginning, I mean, he looked at all these different types of franchises, you know, and, and Milicare was the one that stood out. And, you know, over the years, I mean, you've worked with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of entrepreneurs. From, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Cause you know, there's a lot out there. Um, how do they, how do they begin? My advice would be exactly what I would do because that's mm-hmm. what I would know best. Sure. And, uh, I would, I would say, make sure I'm going to use the word passion again. I okay. make sure you have a passion to do it well and that it's the right fit. So no matter what type of business you're starting, if, if you're not passionate about it, mm-hmm. it, it may not be the right thing for you. Right. Um, so, you know, you want to make sure you have passion for the brand you're looking at, but more importantly than the brand, and I'm not discounting the brand at all, but the brand is made up of people. Right. That's right. I think, I think when you're looking to do something, you know, you've got to make sure the people are a good fit for you. It can be yeah. the best business model in the world, but if, if you don't like the corporate team, if, right. if, if something's just not right with the synergy – you know, it's probably not going to be a good fit. Um, right. And yeah. I would say make sure you talk to senior leadership. Yeah, no matter what brand you look at, yeah. have good conversations with senior leadership, not just the development team. Uh, sure. Development, you know, those, those guys and girls on the development team, they're great. Uh, but they're not going to be with you for the next 20 years. The leadership right. team is going to be with you day in, day out. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of like you're picking a family to some extent, right, Steve? I mean, you, as you said, you're you, you actually, all the you leaders. absolutely are. Yep. Yeah, it's it's great, and and Milicare is certainly a, a, a there's a culture to Milicare. You know, I got that you're you know very big on training and and everything like that, and I, I think that's that's so important. So if you could look into a crystal ball, Steve, like maybe three years, five years down the road, uh, where do you see Milicare? I see us continuing the path that we're on, investing heavily in technology, uh, trying to do things as fast as we can, but do Mm -hmm. them right. We'll never sacrifice doing something fast if it's not right. We'll simply just say we're going to have to wait 
and, and yeah. so we can do it right. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our, our model is a very strategic and controlled growth. Mm-hmm. You know, our, 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 our model is not to grow as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, our model is to grow strategically with the right people and yeah. that we can support them and make them successful. So yeah. we're, we will always continue to be focused on franchise success versus franchise numbers, if that makes sense. It makes total sense, Steve. Yeah, we, we've actually referenced on the show, that, I mean, there, there's been some great stories, you know, that, that we've had on the show in the past, but I think the, one of the most popular ones was Wendy's. I think at one point, Wendy's was growing too, too, too big, too fast, and they lost control. And you, you mentioned that word controlled growth, you know, and I, I think that's so important because I have seen, you know, in, in doing this such a long time now that some, some franchises are just so focused on the numbers they lost control, you know, and it sounds like you're saying Millicare will not do that. You know, it, it's very important to them that uh, their franchisees are successful, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, th- there's never a situation where a franchisee is not successful and we are successful. It doesn't yeah. exist. We're, we're successful together. That's terrific. What's the best way, Steve, for our listeners to get more information on Millicare? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but even, you know, the service itself. Are there any websites you can kind of uh, point our listeners to? On the service itself, you know, the best resource is Millicare.com. Okay. And from there, you can navigate to anything. And anyone who would like to speak to me, I mean, I'm a busy guy, but I will make time for anyone who wants to talk about the industry, not just a Millicare franchise. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Stephen. I'd like to invite you back as Millicare continues to grow because I think you have a wonderful franchise opportunity there. Thank you, Marty. I've really enjoyed this with you today. This has been my pleasure, Stephen. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. 
Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. We're each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews now almost years, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Carol Mercurio, and she talks about a subject that we talk frequently on the show, which is following the franchise system. She gives a lot of great other advice in addition to aspiring entrepreneurs, but I just thought her um, advice was fantastic. So here we go with Carol Mercurio, franchise consultant. It is because success means different things to different people. Right. You know, there are people that could be very happy making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, and there's others that would just never tolerate that. So you have to pick the right opportunity. It's going to meet not just your personal goals, but your income potential as well. You have to like what you're doing, and most of the time that'll turn into making more money. So. Oh, definitely. And you know, the truth is that franchising really isn't for everyone. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, Michael Gerber, you know, one of your guests who is um, one of my heroes, so to speak. Right. I love his book. I recommend his book all the time. Yeah. And as he says, you know, there's a difference between an entrepreneur and what he calls a technician. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, and, and we'll, we'll go into that if you want to move forward in the uh, Sure, absolutely. Slide. We'll go to the next slide. And uh, that's slide four, Carol says, that's all great, but... Do you have what it takes? And, and and that's really what this presentation will help people do. When I do this presentation live, it takes about two hours. And, you know, there are people at the end of the presentation will run to the front door and can't get out fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're scared to death. Or you have those folks that just linger on because they really want to learn more and educate themselves to see if this is the right fit for them. But there's a lot to figure out, you know, before you actually can pull the trigger and make that decision. And as you mentioned just previously, the due diligence is imperative. Mm, you know, you have to do a good job of figuring that out. You know, is it the right connection personally, and are you connecting with a company that you feel is a, a comfortable marriage between the two of you? Absolutely. Right. And so that's what we're going to do is help determine if this is, in fact, the right path to explore. And then we can move on to motivation. Okay. And, you know, if, you know, for me, I think motivation is really, really a major component of this whole process. If you're not motivated to do this, don't do it. If somebody tells you you should do it for a variety of different reasons, but it's not your own passion, right. you probably won't do well at it. 
And, you know, there's two different types of motivation. There's positive motivation and there's negative motivation. So you have to think of it as an inspiration. Are you inspired to do this or are you desperate to do this? There's a big difference here. Absolutely. You you know, running from something or you're running towards something. Right, right. And for me, I work with a lot of folks that have been downsized and they're in transition in life, and I certainly can relate to it. But they may go to looking at a business because they can't find a job. Or maybe lesser positions are offered to them, less money, less title, or maybe their severance is about to end and they need to make some decision quickly. Bad choice. Right. It's not a good reason to buy a business. It's, that's it's like definitely. a last resort type of decision. So you can quickly determine part of your services is finding out that motivation level pretty early on. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I won't move forward in our consultation until that candidate can tell me what their reason is. Right. And it's not just because, you know, I want control over my destiny. Who doesn't? <laughs> you know, everybody does. That's true. If they want to make more money. Who wouldn't? Right, absolutely. It has to go layers deeper than that, or as I look at it, you know, having a burning desire. Or I'll add to that a little pain. You know, if you can't relate to the pain, then there's no reward at the end. Absolutely. And going into business for yourself can be painful. You know, with franchising, of course, it's a little bit easier because you have all the support. But it's still you're starting a business from scratch. And you have to really want it. Right. Sorry. We always talk about that. uh, um, that there's no guarantee of success, but if you follow the system, work hard, mm-hmm. look at the stats we just went over. I mean, the failure rate's so low, and then with getting the right um, match, uh, you know, consultation from someone like yourself, then right. you know uh, you should be okay. Well, and it's true, and you know, uh, the, the systems that are in place with franchising are the major reasons why people gravitate to franchising. But if you're not the personality to follow a system. And you're more of that entrepreneur, as Michael Gerber would say. Right. It, the best way to describe it is you can't paint the golden arches green. Right, right. You know, it just won't work. Absolutely. Either you follow the system and you'll be successful or not. But most importantly, there has to be a motivation. And everyone's motivation is different. You know, uh, the way I help people see things is if you look down the road, say, the next three, five years from today, how do you see your life being different, if at all? Right. You know, what do you want to accomplish? You know, and some, for some people, it might be doing things that they've just missed doing, like having the freedom to play golf or, you know, having the money to buy a, a, a boat and taking their family on it and being with their family and having that quality time that they just don't have in their current world. That's interesting. So you consider that positive motivation because that's the whole big picture of success in business, working hard, and then having all that personal stuff on the side. Oh, yeah. What's the end result look like? You know, what is it that you want to accomplish by being in business for yourself? I mean, what is your burning desire? Where Where is the pain now? I mean, if you look at your current situation today, you know, I'll have people that I'm working with that are making, you know, well over six-figure incomes. and they. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.